Have you ever wondered why some people look like they have superpowers? Have you ever wondered why it looks like some people are always in the mood to work, always in the mood to study, or always in the mood to do just about anything? It's as if they are always ready to do what needs to be done, whether it was planned or unplanned. Hello and welcome to the Leadership Notebook podcast, where we are building a culture of self-leadership within communities. My name is Emilia Musima, and I am so thrilled you decided to tune in. This is episode four of season one of the Leadership Notebook podcast, and we'll be talking about self-discipline. I will look into why you should pay attention to whether or not you are being self-disciplined or otherwise. I will also look into how you can become more self-disciplined if you feel like you are lacking in this area. Your inputs, comments, and reviews about this episode are welcome at leadershipnotebook2020 at gmail.com. Simply put, self-discipline is the ability to do something, especially something difficult or unpleasant. It involves directing and controlling yourself and um, it is through the practice of self-discipline that you are able to bring the self under your control and you are able to direct your behavior. I have heard parents or neighbors comment, you know, and say something like, oh, this child is so self-disciplined. And I've come to realize that these words often come out when someone is able to display good behavior, when there are opportunities for bad behavior. Um, And this can be displayed when you are able to do what you have to do, when you have to do it. It can be displayed when you do what is necessary, no matter how you are feeling. It can also be displayed when you delay pleasure in sacrifice for something of greater worth. This is why I believe that it is important or you should really pay attention on whether or not you are self-disciplined. Number one, I believe self-discipline is the superpower you need to get things done. It is my view that the difference between a successful person and a not so successful person is not necessarily the abundance of skills, talents and opportunities in one and the deficiency of skills, talents and opportunities in the other. Most of the time, the difference is that one decided to employ action while the other decided to think, procrastinate and criticize. The second reason is that your future depends on it. Your future depends on being self-disciplined. I don't know if you have ever witnessed this in high school where there's a highly disciplined student who is always early to school, always neat, the shoes are always polished and shining, the shirt is super white and well ironed, this child is is respectful to the teachers and other learners. You know, the books are always covered. The homework is always done. (laughs) But the challenge with this child is that 
He always gets poor marks, poor marks for homework, poor marks for tests, poor marks for exams. Like the overall performance is just terrible. On the other hand, we have this child who skips classes, whose schoolwork is not in order and not up to date, but always get high marks and in, in tests and exams. And so the challenge here is that the self-disciplined one looks like he's not achieving, while the ill-disciplined looks like is achieving. Now, this kind of achievement is not sustainable. So the achievement that is surrounded by lack of self-discipline is not sustainable. This is why we always get shocked when the one who was not doing well in high school is suddenly doing well in life. And the A student is failing dismally in life. This is because every area of our lives needs self-discipline. We need to be disciplined in our studies. We need to be disciplined in our workplaces. We need to be disciplined in our businesses and our finances with our time, with with our entertainment. You know, you, you can't have your life can't be made up of 70% entertainment. You know, we need to be self-disciplined in every area of our lives. You may get away with being ill-disciplined in primary and high school or even tertiary, but this poor behavior will catch up with you in other areas of your life. So it is vital to practice being self-disciplined. That's why you'll hear stories of somebody, let's say, you'll hear people saying, oh, he was in this person is is an A plus um, engineering graduate, but the person is struggling to keep a job because either they come late you know, and irritate their bosses or they come drunk or they just have a bad attitude in the workplace and no employer wants to keep them. So regardless of what kind of talent or skill or capability you have, you still need to be self-disciplined. And so if you feel like you're, you're lacking in that area, I would suggest the following. Number one, confront yourself. Like, um, a lot of us, we live in a bubble. Like we live in a bubble that is covered by white clouds. You know, we are just living there. We don't want to confront our real us. We do not want to associate with our weaknesses or our wrongs. You know, I mean, some of you, as soon as you saw the description of this podcast or while in the middle of it, you felt like stopping because you don't want to believe that you lack self-discipline in some areas of your life. So just be at peace of it. All of us, we are working on ourselves. Everybody has to work on themselves to get somewhere. So confront yourself. And if you feel like you do have um, some areas where you are being ill-disciplined, uh, work on it. The second thing that I want to mention is that with regards to um, building self-discipline is that we must learn to say no. Like, learn to say no to yourself. A lot of us, we are our biggest enemies in that we carry wrong habits and inaccurate perceptions about ourselves and our and about the world that we live in. I'll just give you an example. I mean, you may think that you deserve a holiday just because you are working, but the reality is that everybody deserves a holiday. So if you don't have money 
you working is not the reason that you should get a holiday. So if you can't afford it at the moment, just say no to yourself as much as, you know, that holiday, that Bali trip could be calling you, but just say no to yourself. And another advice I can give you is that start small. You don't have to beat yourself up. You know, choose one of the things that you feel like you need to be uh, self-disciplined in. Maybe it's getting to work on time or early. It could be reading that book or blog. You know you need to read it every day. Or it could be exercising. It could be being more organized or managing your time well. You know, just that small. Just choose one thing that you can work on. Set a specific time frame, you know, where you can measure your results and see uh, if you have been improving, the reality is that if you employ good change, there's no way you can achieve good things through it. You know, there will always be rewards for it. The other thing that you can do to encourage yourself is to have a picture of what your life would look like if you practice self-discipline. I'll give you an example. And um, <laughs> I'm betting this, but... This is where I normally use, you know, um, I normally draw a picture in my mind of how I can benefit. Uh, takeaways. Think about it. If, let's say, for instance, you spend 100 rand that you spend on takeaways and decide to top up um, some debt repayment, the reality is that you will have, you would end up paying this debt sooner and then you can have that money later on to buy your takeaways without feeling guilty you know so the fact that i feel guilty when i spend money on takeaways while i had debt encourages me to say no to myself when there's an edge to spend money there so that I can do what I feel like would be would be of greater worth or will benefit me more than indulging in some form of temporary pleasure. So find, you know, a reward. Have have a reward in the in the forefront of your mind that this may not be nice right now, but as I keep on doing it, this is how it's going to benefit me. I mean, I can give you other examples of stuff that you can do. I mean, like the time issue that I, 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 I mentioned earlier, maybe if you start showing up to work early, you, you and your boss will have a better working relationship, you know, uh, or maybe if you start showing up early, you will complete your tasks on time and have an extra time to learn new skills, you know, um, I mean, there are many, maybe if you focus on those mundane tasks, you know, that you are given at work, someone might recognize your efforts and recommend you for a higher position. So look into what benefits lies ahead, you know, and focus on them so that your your change can be doable. You know, you don't feel the pinch too much. The reality is that when you self-discipline, is not always a nice thing because it means that you, you are sacrificing something, you know, so it is not always and it's not always pleasant. So in closing, I just want to share a story with you. So, <laughs> so I was working on this project. And so in the middle of this project, I realized that I had to um, make calls to about 500 plus contacts. So I asked my other four colleagues to help. 
I was really not looking forward to this task. I felt like it was boring and unexciting. So we started with a list of about four, 240 rather contacts and divided it into four. <laughs> so out of four people, only one person was able to finish her list, which was around about 50, 60 contacts. So only one person was about to finish her list within a couple of hours in a day. <laughs> so some days later, the other team members were still struggling with their list. So I decided to ask the person who finished, you know, first and I asked her, how did you do it? Just tell us, you know, how, tell us how did you get to finish it so fast? And <laughs> her answer shocked us because she basically just looked at us and said, I just sat down and called. And we looked, I personally, honestly, I was looking for her to say, okay, this is the three steps I took or this is the strategy I applied you know I was looking for something you know more corporate but he was like I just sat down and called and she said that if you talk about it and complain about it you you are not gonna do it and the reality is that the rest of us who did not finish were complaining we were talking about how you know we are now how it it's like now we are working in a call center and we were really not happy with this thing. And, you know, we're talking about how rude other people were, the ones that we were calling and, you know, a whole lot of things. We were just talking about the experiences while she was calling. And this is the secret of all the superpower behind people who are self-disciplined. They just do. And because they just do, they achieve. And to... It will look like this person, you know, has something or someone is giving them the strength to do what they have to do. And it's always, it's, it's as if they don't get tired from work or studying or whatever task that needs to be completed. But the reality is that they get to finish tasks that are boring and unexciting or whether they are tiresome or tedious, they get to finish them just because they just get up. And do they have the discipline of knowing that this must be done and I'm going to do it? While most of us are waiting to feel strong, waiting to feel like it, waiting to feel inspired and encouraged, you know. So just get up and do it. Whatever that needs to be done, build the discipline to do it and just do it. <laughs> I would like to hear from you. How do you fare when it comes to self-discipline? Or what have been your experiences with others who practice self-discipline? Pin me at Leadership Notebook 2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate this episode, and leave a comment if you can. Until next time, bye and thank you for listening.